You are listening to The Fold Uncut, an Access All Areas podcast from behind the chair here in Dubai, where we share the stories of the women in our community that I'm sure you will find relatable. We have an open door policy and our main objective is to connect women from around the world. We provide a space where women feel safe and supported and we want the same for our podcast. Disclaimer, nothing is too liberal for us. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Fold Uncut podcast. Have you ever wondered what sound healing is? On today's episode, I'm joined by Charlie, who recently did a sound healing session with our team. My husband, Gyps, is also here with us today, co-hosting because unfortunately, Kirsty is feeling a little bit under the weather. So grab a cuppa and enjoy. Why did you want to do the podcast? I'm, I mean, to be you know. Yeah, this is great. Um, Charlie's now hosting The Fold Uncut. Um, so the reason why we decided to start the podcast was there's so many stories within the salon that clients share with us that we thought that people could relate to and it could maybe help somebody on their own journey. So we just thought this was a really good platform for us to use um, and hopefully help people along the way. And I think that's that's kind of what The Fold is about. And um, Gyps was actually the one that came up with the name The Fold. Mm-hmm. And it's about, what's the meaning behind The Fold, babe? Oh, I don't remember what the dictionary says. It's like you, your fold, your crew, like. Yeah, no, creating like a community. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we just thought that why not start a podcast and bring more people into our fold. Um, no, first. But yeah, Charlie, your little introduction. I know it. I know, right? But thank you for coming on to the fold uncut. I appreciate your time. I know that time is so valuable. Um, and we connected through Instagram, like I want to say, twelve months ago. But yeah, I think it was this. longer. Like I felt like I was follow. Maybe I was following your page for quite a while. Maybe. And I think it was when I first started to get intrigued by sound healing. Um, Gyps and I did a session together, which was not long after we had Lenny. Um, remember, Linda came to our house um, mm. and she did a private session for I don't us. I when it was, but it was... It wasn't long after we had our second baby. Was still nice, we did it outside. We did it outside. And it was amazing. And I kind of got hooked then. Um, so then we started offering it to our team. Um, and then last month, you were in here doing a session with all of our team. So what is sound healing? Okay, so it's, I mean, everyone's a little bit different of how they practice. So it's been in my life for about the last 10 years and um, sound hasn't actually been in my life my whole life because my dad was a professional opera singer and Ah. I was a professional dancer. So music was really strong, like presence in the house. Um, And also my mum was a natural healer. So I kind of like grew up in that healing environment as well. Right, and so I, was, I think I was always bound to work with sound healing because I had that growing up, which is yeah. really cool. Um, you don't obviously need that to be able to work with it, but it just was like amplified. And so, sorry, this uh, this is yeah. so interesting. Your mum is a healer. She, so yeah, so she taught me Reiki when I was 15. She took me to my first yoga class when I was 13. Um, she never went like the antibiotic route. She was always just like walking past us, popping these little like natural remedies in our mouths if we were sick or something. And, yeah. Yeah, she's so this always is, been working in the room with therapy. She channels the guides and writes for the guides. How did she, how did she, I'm so intrigued. How does somebody <laughs> That's awesome. start <laughs> to become a healer? Like, or are you 
like you it's been you grew up with it right yeah, so yeah. you were kind of destined for this I guess it's just having the awareness really so my mum's mum we called her Dana um she's also one of my first spiritual teachers too because she used to read tea leaves and like she used to get premonitions so she saw my dad when my mum was only a little girl and you know as soon as he, they actually met him they were like oh my god this is a man you're going to be marrying and like all of this stuff. and I think it's just having the awareness of it we all have that gift we all have that skill we all have that in us but the thing is over the time since we're born we're told we should we shouldn't we're going to school we're told we should we shouldn't we're controlled we're suppressed and everything that happens that could be a psychic intuition or ability that is there for everybody gets suppressed over time because it's always like oh that's a coincidence you know it's yeah. never actually nurtured and understood because a lot of people don't understand it so I think that's the reason why you know we all have it in us and then yeah it, it, even if right now I said to both of you like what has is something in hindsight because hindsight is a wonderful teacher in hindsight that you could be like oh that was such a coincidence but actually reviewing it in your hindsight you're kind of like oh my god it was obviously lined up that way it was an intuition that I was being given so do you think everything happens for a reason because yeah. we were talking about this um we did an episode yesterday on our journey and Isla my daughter she um I my water broke at 33 weeks and she came out at 35 weeks and at this time we were about to build the salon and it was we say now don't we that she came at the perfect time oh, yeah. because we needed that to remember what our priorities are and yeah I I agree with you 100% yeah. I think everything it's very, it sounds really cliche and a bit cheesy that everything happens for you, but it does it's it's a divine timing for all of us and that's really what it boils down to that and I was actually speaking to a friend the other day that she was getting really frustrated because the things that she's trying to manifest just aren't happening. She was doing it for years and years. And I just said to her, you know, whatever's meant for us will never miss us, it will never bypass us. And that just is exciting in a way, and actually just to reprogram that and be a bit kind of like, well, now you have your manifestation list, it's obviously not working. So the universe is trying to point you into a different direction. So listen to that, shift your awareness. What are you, what are you not seeing? Because we can get so like tunnel vision yeah. on what we want and what we desire that we almost kind of don't see what's being given to us all and all, all around all of that. Yeah. So it's, again, just shifting awareness and just shifting that as well. And it's exciting in the way that she can still have that creation to create her life the way she wants in a different way, you know. So. It's, yeah, I think it's hard though, you know, especially oh, yeah. when you are manifesting something and you're like, yeah. this is meant to be, uh -huh. but then it's not. Yeah. But like you said, I guess it's that tunnel vision. You yeah. need to kind of uh -huh. step back, be present yeah. and see what lesson you're, exactly. you, you know, you're trying to learn yeah. here as exactly. well. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, definitely. But, um, Just realised I never actually answered your question. <laughs> Sorry, we I, no, I like girls. I go off on tangents and then I'm like, no, what I are we doing? Well. We're terrible for that. What are we talking about? And I could talk about this all day, every day. So I'm, That was my wreck because I think, I, I feel like at the moment I'm on such a healing journey and I'm trying to like I'm doing all these different things at the moment so I'm so intrigued by spiritual healers by sound healing by everything that I just want to learn yeah, everything yeah. that I can because I feel like where I'm going on my journey it's bringing me back to you know my bringing you back to you yeah and it's I, I want to share this with everybody because I feel like if somebody takes one thing away from this conversation like we'll have helped somebody yeah, you know yeah. um 
But yeah, so what sound is you like? I like the point you made about your, your dad being mm. into... What, what, what did you say? Opera Press, professional opera singer. He sang with Sony Music. He traveled awesome. the world touring so the things for tenor. Yeah. yeah, sound and music has always been mm. has been there. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Because yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, music is big, such a big part of my yeah. life, uh -huh. um, and that's how it leads you into yeah. into that. But yeah, actually, what is sound? <laughs> <laughs> so a really good visual that I I like to give everybody just to because everyone can access it this way is. Imagine a still body of water, so a river, pond, that kind of thing. You throw a pebble into the water and you see the concentric circles, the ripples happening from the impact of the pebble hitting the water, and then all of a sudden it all just settles back down to kind of a place of harmony, its own harmony. Essentially, that's what's happening with sound healing. Whatever instrument you're using, the the impact of the pebble, hit, pebble hitting the water is like the strike of a bowl, for example. And because we're 70 to 80% water in our human bodies, dense energy and dense matter, that's essentially what's happening with the vibration of the bowl is the ripples of the water and that's what's going on through our body. So the ripples are all kind of taking shape in us and then sound healing, That it's not really an aim, it's more like a, something that's guiding people to do is to bring themselves back into the state of balance and a state of harmony again. So essentially that's that's just a really nice way. You can even look if you look if musician, guitar string, they run break by break by beat and then all of a sudden they just settle back down again. So it's 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 cymatics which is the effect of sound on matter and that we are all matter we're all dense energy so and that's the reason why it can help there's there's a few i mean the way i work is as a as a therapist is that sound is one of them and healing is another and i think that is because of how i've been brought up as well that um sound is naturally healing we listen to different types of music for the moods that we're in um for the party that we're at you know all of this kind yeah. of stuff there's musicals it's all around us we get in the car we listen to a different channel we're on the radio whatever we, whatever it is and even silence is a sound as well um so we're all impacted by sound every single way of every single day we can already hear those people walking outside yeah. you know so it it's around us everywhere all the time. There's a hum of the air conditioning everywhere in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's also, you, you know, you just start tuning into sound and it's yeah. there. It's always there for us. And it's scientifically measurable as well. So sound, sound is there's lots of uh, kind of experiments and, you know, showing, showing how tangible sound can be as a scientific-based product. Um, and then healing as well is scientifically measurable, but just not as much as what sound is on its own. But I think it's a combination of sound and healing elements that make it what it is, it amplifies each other. Yeah. And I, I actually don't rely on sound for healing because sound is naturally healing. Mm. Um, I use sound as that portal to get to my place of my healing. Right. So when I'm going into a trance or whatever, I, if I'm using, I use sound a lot to get into kind of my trance -like state, whether it's listening to the ocean and listening to something on YouTube or, you know, something I'm playing with involves or something and I allow that sound to take me into trance. And that trance-like state takes me to my subconscious, which is where my healing is going to be coming through. So that makes sense. Yeah. So there's always something in your subconscious and that's that's basically the portal. Sound is that portal to, to the space of healing. And that's how I work. That's how I teach. Um, and I think that's why I've been doing it for 10 years now. So, like you said, it's interesting that your dad mm. is an opera singer. Mm. And so sound has been a yeah. part of you in your subconscious from such a small age. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of let you... I dance from two and a half years old. So I was also wow. a ballerina and, you know, sound mm. classical music. I work with every time I'm sitting down to do any kind of like logic, mental yeah. thinking, I listen to classical music because it really? focuses me and 
Yeah. You're, you're, you have music going all the time. Mm. Like, and I never thought of it. I know that you love music, but I never thought of it as your happy place. Like, you know, where people do things to bring them back into their happy place. But I guess sound, music, that's your... Yeah, it's all the same. We, d we don't even have a TV. Anytime I come home, we just put the music on. Music on. Yeah, nice. w depending on, on what that is, uh -huh. is what you, what you feel like. Yeah, listen to you're in. Exactly. Yeah. Even for us, it's important. Like for our daughter, mm. she loves music now, doesn't she? Like she loves to dance, and I think like you always want that to be such a big part of her life because it was for you, and that's your happy place. And I guess as parents who say you're already quite conscious about what's influencing your children, right? So that's something that was such a big influence for you, possibly growing up, or mm. it is now as an adult yeah. that you want to positively impact your yeah. kids too, which is really cool. And so how, how long have you been, because now you teach sound healing for people to learn how to yeah. do it themselves as well. How long have you been doing that? So, um, that's officially about five years, um, yeah. but I've been working with sound for 10 and I've been working with healing modalities for over 20 years. So um, it was something that I, I I had people, so when I, I discovered sound healing over here in, in Dubai and then right. back to the UK and I was there for four years and nobody had ever experienced anything. No one had experienced meditation. No one knew what the chakras were and everyone had this kind of like um belief around any kind of healing modality or any kind of thing that said meditation that you would you know you, i was going to turn them into hippie or you know peace and love or whatever else and i mean essentially i do have hippie tendencies but i'm also <laughs> human and i'm having to my human experience too but there's nothing wrong with that as well and so actually to expose people to that world was like amazing it was just i was super grateful to be that person to to be able to do that and um it's been really fun and over those kind of like years of me introducing sound, meditation, chakras, healing, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm also a spiritual hypnotherapist, so like doing hypnotherapy on one-to-one -one clients as well. So what what do you, what is that? <laughs> I need to do this as well. I'm like, book me in. So hypnotherapy, so I teach the basics of hypnotherapy in my courses as well, but um, because I'm, I'm not trained to be able to qualify people to yep. be hypnotherapists, so I could, but I can still teach the basics. But um, what are the things like, what could I come to you for? Anything. So just recently had a client that uh, he really wants to stop smoking after 25 years of smoking and he hasn't had a cigarette in like the last couple of months since then. Um, it can, uh, it's reprogramming of your subconscious beliefs basically really. Um, with the spiritual hypnotherapy, I've also I'm also a theta healing practitioner as well, so they're kind of they're kind of Is very this similar. Similar at all to EMI? Oh, EMI. EMI. I don't know what it stands for. I just did it this morning. Okay. But it's like going into your subconscious. Possibly. There, there's so many more like things coming out now that I don't even know. But I've yeah. I just kind of stick to it. <laughs> no. Anyway, it's Well, yeah. I'm like I like I, cool. I like to try everything. Yeah. Do, um, but could somebody say, because we want to do an episode on anxiety, mm. a lot of our team suffer mm. with anxiety, a lot of our clients suffer yeah, with anxiety. Well does, yeah. And I think this is what started probably my healing journey was um, I suffered really badly with anxiety when I was younger. Mm. So I feel like now that I'm older and I have kids and I'm more confident in myself, I've started this journey of healing myself and my anxiety. Could somebody go to you that suffers with anxiety? Yeah. 100%. And how would how would that help? Is it like a one session and then 
I, I think that really depends on the person yeah. and if and how ready and willing they are to heal themselves. Yeah. So I, I work very much on the basis of empowerment. Yeah. I've been in, I've surrounded and been in sessions before where the facilitator and that healer, I don't call myself a healer, I do healing work. So okay. person yeah. deem themselves the healer, it, it almost is like they're creating a bit of a spectacle around themselves that is making people feel like they need that person to, to heal, to get better. Yeah. I'm not about that. I'm about empowerment and I teach that in my courses. I teach people to become their own practitioner. So no one can be me and no one can be you hmm. and you and, and anybody else that in, is in the world. So there will be their unique design. And that's what I try and encourage out of people in, in my courses as well, is getting their own sound language, developing what, that, what works for them. They've all had their own history and past that will be contributing towards their future. You know, yeah. that, you know, lots of different things kind of surrounding that um but where was i oh sorry i know but but i feel like i feel like maybe we need to have another session with all the girls because yeah 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 just sure making them feel empowered um yeah definitely and and there's so many little techniques as well that i'm really happy to go through yeah as well but it's it's very simple and really easy to build into life yeah because what i do is not just something that i do when i'm sitting down to teach it's literally my lifestyle i've made it my life yeah very unapologetically so yeah because there are are a lot of people in the world that kind of look at me like yeah what what is that what what you've just said there is build it into your life is 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 exactly it because you don't just go to somebody and, and heal one session, you're good to go. Like, yeah, that's sure. it, I don't have anxiety yeah. anymore, I'm good. Yeah. It's it's, it's putting into your life and, yeah, and continue to sure. use it. For yeah. Sure. It is, an, you know, if people have gone from one side of life and then trying to build something in it, it is a process and there is going to be a natural adjustment. And I think we have so, mi- so much pressure on us in the world anyway, but don't put pressure on yourself for, oh, I've got one session, I'm going to heal, I'm going to be better. Yeah. You know, that I think people have to be willing and want to heal as well. If they are ready and want to heal, that means that they're still gaining a positive from the experience that they're going through. Um, And also, I might not be the person to do the healing for them. I might not be the channel for them to reach their place of healing. Is it almost like you have to, you know, when you go and see a a therapist, say, and you go to that therapist and you can't connect with them, is it kind of like that? Like you almost have to... 100%. You have to resonate with the person that you're you're working with. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, just the same as you probably wouldn't have invited me here today if you didn't like what, what happened yeah. a month ago yeah. when I was doing the session and how our communication's been up to. Yeah, exactly. You know. But I think also, like, this is one thing I really want to, like, I feel like a lot of people, there's a stigma around talking about healing, anxiety, mental health, trying to make yourself feel good. And I really want to open up a conversation to everybody to know that we're all going through our own for things sure. in our lives. And so whatever you're doing to try and help yourself, that's sure. the right thing for you. The thing the thing that I've experienced with clients and on my courses, students and all of this kind of stuff is that everybody's so used to a structure mm. and a routine and again, should, shouldn't, you know, whatever, all of that kind of stuff and do, don't and all of that. And I find it's very limiting. And actually when they come to me for when they're learning uh, as a student or as a client, they're looking for an answer for me to give them an answer. And I think, I mean, the internet is an awesome place, but I think everyone's use of the Google guru to self-diagnose with something yeah. or... And like, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. How, how did you have this last week? 
Yeah, I think I even put that. I'd been sick for such a long time, so I was like, I mean, I was just well, I was low in iron, is what it was. <laughs> lupus. I had lupus. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. And that's such a. I think that's that can be really dangerous because yeah. as soon as you read it, there's like, and you feel that that's your symptoms. There's an emotional kind of physiological reaction to that, and that's sending sending a chemical to you, which yeah. is almost enforcing it in your body. Yeah. And you don't even have it, but then yeah. you can start developing that lupus disease because in your head. Yeah, believing that you have it because yeah. you read it online. Yeah, and there's such a fine line between that. And unfortunately, this is what I mean. It's when I have people coming to me, is that they're looking for an answer for me. They're looking for a structure. What should I do? What should I say? All of this kind of stuff. And this is where I, coming back to the empowerment piece, I want to empower people to get to because if I have a realization, I get messages all the time. I'm receiving downloads all the time. If I answer all of your questions and diagnose you or help you kind of re reprogram your subconscious belief and I'm telling you that, you're never going to really truly learn what it means for you because I've gone there for you, how I got there yourself. Yeah. And it's when you get there for yourself, then you will realise, well, hold on a sec, now I've seen that, I can reprogram it and I can do better, I can change, I can evolve, yeah. you know, move forward instead of, you know, I think there are a lot of, unfortunately, um, practitioners out there um, which I, I never get upset about because I believe there's, they're here for a reason and the people that are going to them for healing, they, they definitely have their reasons that they have to be crossing paths and learning. We've all got our sacred contracts yeah. and the reason why we all have to be in each other's lives. Um, but there are a lot of people that do try and take that responsibility on healers and practitioners. And it actually comes from a really lovely place too because they just really want to help. They want to help people. And yeah. I think it's really lovely, but it can, again, be a very fine line. And we need to get people really actually understanding themselves for themselves instead of giving them that structure, instead of like trying to control and guide them to a place that we think they need to heal. It's actually yeah. we need to get them to their place of when they, they think they need to heal. Yeah. And that's where the real change is. Do you think, sorry, this is so random, but do you think people that help other people heal are healing something within themselves that's a really good question um yes and no i think there's been uh, for a few years uh, a belief around in order for me to be an effective healer i need to have gone through something that you've gone through and i think that's absolute and <laughs> okay i can swear <laughs> yes <laughs> so, <laughs> saying the rude words oh like isn't even like a swear word for us <laughs> <We're bloody. laughs> <laughs> you know how many were checked through that's so excited it's such a posh swear word isn't it that's <laughs> just such an expressive one. Oh, it's not bollocks sorry quarter where was i so you, you don't think somebody needs to go through this no the, definitely so so and i'll put that into perspective for you so there's a lot of people that have been through trauma that I don't want to go through. There's rape, there's abuse, physical, mental, emotional abuse. There's all kinds of things that I don't want to have to experience that to be able to help somebody yeah. heal. I believe that if you're an effective healer, you will be able to get resonate and get on the same level as anybody, regardless of what the situation is. Yeah. And I, I, I really am trying to quash a little bit in, during my work that belief of you have to be able to heal something. I think there is always a reflection of you in somebody, for sure. Uh -huh. um, and again, saying, like I just said, that we all have our own sacred contracts and there's a reason why people come to us for healing and not somebody else. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's essential to have to go through... And actually, I mean, I could, I could also give you an example that when people are coming to you for certain things, say if it's like a relationship or something, and then they, um, 
all of a sudden they're bringing up things that are just like, hold on a sec, this is just what's happened to me. This is like what's happening. So you can almost heal through other people's experiences, but mm. you also don't have to have gone through an experience to help people heal as well. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that's kind of useful because then it's a bit of a win-win-win situation. Yeah. You know, we've got, we're helping each other as well as, you know, the therapist being there is the, the, um, the role of the therapist, if you like, the person who's there for the session to help people again get to their place of healing. Yeah. So. If somebody is listening to this and they're like going through something and they don't know how to start their healing journey, like what advice would you give somebody that is asking for help that they don't know where to start? Like, Yeah, sure. Um, I think understand... Um, so I, I have this this kind of little theory that I work work with um, when I teach that when you're stepping into, even if you don't want to become a healing practitioner of any sort of therapist or anything, but just start being aware of what your belief is in a higher power. Yeah. And that can be anything. It takes so many different shapes and forms. That can be the universe. So do you say, oh, the universe is telling me to do this a lot. You know, that means that you have a belief in a higher power, which is the universe. God is a higher power and that's like Allah, Buddha, Shiva, Yahweh. Mm. Like there's so many different gods around that. Every single religion talks about spirituality. Mm-hmm. Some people claim spirituality to be their religion too. Yeah. So there's so many different ways. The creator, you know, there's there's so many different like higher power energies and the belief system around that. But I think get really clear on that for yourself as a starting point. Yeah. And I mean, three kind of ways that I would also suggest for you have the desire to want to connect, have the desire to be open to receiving messages. We all have intuition, we all have psychic abilities. It's just kind of, again, shifting that awareness and, you know, seeing um, uh, that everything isn't coincidence, you know, mm-hmm. just again, coming coming to a different awareness around that prayer, which you don't have to be religious to pray. That can just literally in yeah. your mind everyone does that it's just almost like having some kind of like when you're asking the universe you're talking to the universe that is your form of prayer yeah you know so you don't have to be religious around that so that's different thing having the desire to connect um and then also again just like i said shifting your awareness to what have you seen in your mindset that has been coincidence yeah and those those just really three simple little like tips i think are a game changer yeah. Getting really clear, for, or four if you like, getting really clear first of all on, on who your source is, your your higher power and your belief system around that. Um, and then when you start doing that, you'll get a clearer understanding of yourself and the world around you. Yeah. Because you, you're solidifying your belief in something. And I think I think as well, you know, there's, there's a lot of spiritual jargon out there. There's a lot of people trying to tell the world what spirituality is, professional or not. Um, and... There's nothing wrong with that at all, but there's even some words that I don't know what they're talking about. I have to Google it. I'm like, what does that mean? I love being around you though, Charlie, because I feel like even your energy like just radiates. And I just, I love having (laughs) that energy in the fold. Like if I could have this every day and we do, we do have a beautiful energy. I'm I'm very grateful for that. Um, But yeah. I mean, what is spirituality to you? Yeah, I think that what what you just said is is perfect because I'm I'm sort of ticking over as is what do I, what do I think it is? Yeah. But um, you're right, it you're so right. It's, it is it is personal. It's different for me. It's different for you. I mean, I've been up early every morning mm-hmm. running, and you see like beauty in the um, in the sunrise, and 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 like there's so many birds around mm-hmm. Mirror at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's so us, and and that that sort of 
you see the beauty in that and you see it's it sort of makes you feel like um i don't know it, it makes you feel it, exactly yeah exactly that's exactly right it makes you feel good so um and then it just sets you up for mm. you, you got to do that every morning i think and that, uh, that's a really good way of saying it too so i mean that there's so much healing everywhere around us yeah. it doesn't have to be a healing modality like that you're getting a therapy the bayards the sunrise like everything that you just said getting out and feeling the wind like as you're running out through it and everything mm -hmm. even if it's raining or whatever you know that is healing conversations with people can be healing you know yeah there's so many things just just going and having a coffee can be really healing to yeah. some people because it's about 10 minutes out of their day just for themselves yeah you know? there's healing all around us um, but again, shifting, just shifting your awareness to how do you want to look at that experience? Do you want, you have a choice. Everyone has a choice in every moment to create your own reality. Yeah. Do you want to look at it as in like, oh, I'm just so knackered and I'm, you know, sitting here with my coffee and thinking about what I got to do and everything. Or do you really kind of step back and take, take that mm, time to hear perspective, isn't it? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Change your perspective. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like just, I'm just thinking about my spirituality. I think it's like being present in the moment. I think when we first opened the salon, everything was so fast paced that I didn't have a minute to just stop and be aware of what's happening around me. And now that I'm working on that, I'm like, do you remember we were driving not long ago and I was driving home and I was like, I was watching the sun and I'm like, that is so beautiful. Like how lucky are we to live somewhere that is stunning and you know, we can do so much here. Um, for me, it's just being present and appreciating all the little things in lives, in our life, you know? Um, and that's really yeah. beautiful because then when you start really appreciating all of those elements, you start realizing that you are the source as well. So that high power is within you all yeah. the time because you're, you're, you're embedding yourself in that thought process. You're being aware of all these things around you and yeah. You know, that higher power is, is always with you and, and within you all the time. Yeah. I love that. Mm. <laughs> I think I think that's a nice little way to end our, our podcast. So, Charlie, anybody that would like to do sound healing with you, you have an Instagram page and it's time with Charlie, but it's T H Y M E. Why did why do you why do you spell it like that? So when I first created my my name and my logo and everything, so the logo is CC inside each other because my name yeah. is Charlie Christie. So yeah, and designed my logo. Um, and time is a few elements because I'm first of all I'm vegetarian, <laughs> so because yeah. it's like that. But um, also more so that travel, healing, yoga, meditation evolve with Charlie. So all of those things with Charlie because that's my life. That's yeah. what I do. So that's why I offer. I love that. And like, even on my logo with all the dots, there's twelve dots, like a t the um, you know, the face of a clock, and then there's the layers, the seven layers of the seven chakras. Oh, yeah, going through the logo as well. So I love that. It's really nice when people ask me that question because I don't think a lot of people. I've, I've thought it a few times. I'm like, I must ask Charlie. I know, because it's weird, isn't it? Instead yeah. of time, like T-I-M-E, it's T-H-Y-M-E. Yeah. yeah. So time with Charlie. Yeah. Follow Charlie on her Instagram Thank page. You. But I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot of you, Charlie. Yeah, I, so. I could sit here and chat to you all day. Yeah, I feel like we need to go back to your <laughs> mum and dad. Like, I'm, I'm so intrigued about your mum. Um, oh, and that's so it. They'll love that. Yeah. I'm talking about them every podcast. We should get though. them on the podcast. <laughs> but Charlie, thank you so much. Oh, I have so much loved our chat me. today. You're yeah. the best. I love you. And I can't wait I to see you, you again too. soon. Thank you for having me.